This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's so about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country, and now the Coastal Empire going from Savannah to Camden or Kingsland as we know it. This is the Call of Demasi Sports Report. We're live right here in Savannah, Georgia, and it's all brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM 1400 104.3 FM. Beautiful day outside. We got lovely weather. We got a lot going on. It's 77 degrees here in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, I'm excited about it because now it starts the football season. We're into pigskin heaven right now, and it all started Thursday night right here in Savannah, Georgia, and that's what the first hour is going to be about my show. We're going to cover high school football all the way from Savannah, Georgia, down to Kingsland, out to uh, Waycross, so I'm going to have a lot of information about local high school football, and then, yes, we play two hours here. We have a second hour from 10 to 11. We'll be talking about local sports here in Savannah, Georgia, so uh, if you want to stay tuned, stay tuned, but I will be covering football and local sports here in Savannah, Georgia. Hilton Head, you got anything over there? Cross and Hilton Head, give us a call at 920-4441. Once again, I'm Carl Demasi, and you're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Well, in the first hour... We're going to talk high school football. We'll get to the scoreboard in a second. We'll go to the second quarter, and we're going to talk to Glen Academy head coach, Coach Rob Ridings. He's going to tell us about his victory last night against McIntosh Academy, 14-3. Then we're going to go stay right here in Savannah. We're going to talk to Donald Chumley and the Red Raiders. He's going to give us his little uh, insight on the 6-6 tie with Jenkins High School at Memorial Stadium on Thursday night. And then in the last quarter, the fourth quarter of the first hour, we'll talk to the other coach involved in the Glen Academy, McIntosh County Academy game, head coach Keith Goss. So that's the first hour lined up, and it's all football, football, football. And in the second hour, we'll go to the scoreboard again. We'll talk uh, in the second quarter to our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. That's Savannah Christian football player, player Logan Tovar, who redeemed himself kicking a tying field goal. Not just any short field goal, a 42-yarder with no time left to give Savannah Christian a tie with Jenkins on Thursday night. And then we're going to travel out to Daffin Park, and we're going to talk to the Fleet Feed Sports owner and race director for the Dirty Run Sacroni High School cross-country kickoff classic here in Savannah, Georgia, and that's Robert Espinoza. Once again, the phone lines are open. Give us a call at 920-4441 about your favorite team, your favorite player. We'll also uh, have uh, Kay Demasi... Uh, Sports Report at Twitter, at K. Demasi Sports Report at Twitter. You got something to tweet, let us know. You go to my Facebook page, the Call Demasi Sports Report. Give us a message on Facebook. Uh, we'd like to talk about what's going on here in the area, local football, football down the east coast of, of Georgia, and that's what it's all about. It's football season. It's high school sports here in Georgia. Let's go to the scoreboard, like I said, Thursday night. Savannah Christian and Jenkins tied to a tie 6-6. Logan Tovar for Savannah Christian hits a 42-yard tying goal as time ran out. But no OT, no overtime. Why? Because the coaches didn't discuss it with the referees before the game started. So there was no overtime. In Georgia High School, if you're playing a non-region team, so when it's not in your conference, the coaches have to discuss this with the 
officials before the game starts saying they, they will play a overtime. Well, I guess it never happened because the game ended 6-6. Uh, both coaches wanted it to happen, but it was too late. The referees ran off the field. That's my interpretation of what happened Friday night. We'll get Coach Chumley's interpretation later on. Then we go to last night here in Savannah, Georgia, Landmark Christian. Beats Calvary 30-22. Calvary quarterback Michael Peterson was 19-33 of for 312 yards and a touchdown. But I'm telling you right, Landmark Christian came out in that fourth quarter, took control of the game. Uh, great football team. They played Savannah Christian three times uh, within the last, last two years, twice in the playoffs. And Landmark Christian has... Uh, been successful against Calvary Day School. Bible Baptist all over St. Andrews, 60-6. to Keenard Campbell, starting where he left off last year, threw for four touchdowns and ran for four more as the Bible Baptist Braves beat the St. Andrews Lions 60-6. Right spot for St. Andrews, Wright Wallace, ran for 1,000 yards last year, finished with 92 yards on 20 carries. Uh, here in Georgia, Estill comes in from South Carolina. Savannah, Georgia, and beats Windsor Forest 34-13. Over to Low Country, that's over there in Hilton Head across the bridge. Bluffton beats Well Branch 44-0. Orange Prep beats Thomas Hayward 35-7. And Hammond beats Hilton Head Christian 49-17. Now we're going to go down the East Coast, down there to the Golden Isle. Uh, we had a big game, Wayne. Uh, sorry, yeah, Wayne County took on Brunswick and beat Brunswick 35-20. The Pirates losing their first game. Then Glen Academy takes on McIntosh Academy and beats them 13-3. I did leave one score out. I do apologize to the Hornets of Savannah Country Day. They lost to Ridgeland, Hardyville, 20-14. Country Day senior Ben Johnson. Outstanding wide receiver in the first quarter became the school's all-time leading receiver with his 136 catch of his career. So if I left any scores out, please tweet me at KD Sports Report. Give me uh, a, a message at McCall DeMasi Sports Report on Facebook. Uh, you can email me at kdemasi at hotmail.com. Uh, text me at 912-507-9158. Yep, text me. I like to get the text too. And we'll post your score. On the professional level, we have to go to the professional level. We had, uh, you know, of course, the PGA, uh, the Barclays, uh, Brian Harmon, local guy, local guy from Savannah, Georgia, trying to get into that playoff to, to win the big-time PGA tournament event. Well, he didn't make the cut. He was six over, so he'll be watching. Hopefully, he'll uh, be able to get a second chance next week. I don't know how that whole system works. If you do, give us a call at 920-4441, but Brian Harmon did not make the cut. Um, Gene Sowers is in the thick of things. On the championship tour, it seems like every week Gene Sowers is uh, right there in the mix. Right now, he's even par. He's six off the lead at the Boeing Classic in Washington, the state of Washington. So Gene Sowers, our local guy. So we got a lot of going on. We got a lot of local sports. We're going to come back. Our guest for the first hour is all high school football coaches. We'll start up with, off with the Glen Academy coach, who's been there for ten years now. I can't believe how quick it is. Ten years for Rob Ridings over there at Glen Academy. I had the pleasure of uh, playing him when I coached at Groves High School, playing against his teams. He's been there now for. 10 years. His record is 62-38. and 38. Not too shabby there for the Glen Academy coach. Then we'll talk to Donald Chumley. He's in his ninth season at Savannah Christian. He's 85-18-1. His first tie coming Thursday night against Jenkins. 6-6 tie. And then we'll talk to Keith Goss, third-year head coach over there at McIntosh Academy. The Buccaneers, his uh, overall record so far is 13-11 in his coaching career. Once again, 
This cannot happen without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they have 26 of the finest, best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. Their center is located. Located at 210 East Rand Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.orthocentersav.com. That's orthocentersav.com. Next up, we'll be talking a little football with the head coach of the Glen Academy Terrors, and that's Rob Ridings. You're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Demasi, you're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio. And for all of you uh, new listeners, I'm Call Demasi. I do a weekly radio show right up here in Savannah, Georgia. It was the Call of Demasi Sports Report on ESPN Radio. Now I'm going to go be going a little further. We're going down the East Coast, and we're talking about high school football for the first hour every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio. We already talked to Rob Ridings, the head coach over at Glen Academy. They had a big game last night, taking on McIntosh Academy, and we got the other head coach from last night's game. Joining us on the ESPN Radio Hotline is the head coach of McIntosh Academy, and that's Keith Goss. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. How's it going, Keith? I know you had a tough one last night, 14-3. Uh, so tell us, I mean, this is your third year over there at uh, uh, McIntosh Academy. You're starting your third year, your third year in the program. What, what's this year's team like for you? Um, well, we have, we have a lot of guys, uh, that are returning. Um, we have a lot of experience, uh, especially on defense and uh, in our offensive backfield. We're, we're a little uh, young up front on the offensive line, and uh, I think that showed a little bit last night. Um, but you know what? I through uh, even though we lost uh, fourteen to three, I tell you, I'm, I'm very proud of my uh, my Buccaneers. They, they have a lot of a lot of heart and uh, competed the whole the whole game along and. Uh, you know we have uh, we have some things to to fix, but the effort uh, the effort's there. We just got to clean up a little bit on the execution. Well, I know it was a tough night, night watching the highlights. You had a key fumble going into the end zone, and uh, you, you had to bounce back. Fourteen three game is not too bad, Coach. Uh, like you said, you got to start working with your offense, young young guys on offense. So, as far as the team goes, and as far as the coaching staff goes, what do you take from this loss against Glen Academy? Because it is a rival, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, a loss is a loss. Um, you know, you never, you never pleased with with something. Um, you never, you never pleased with losing the game. Um, it's, you know, something to build on. We have to, we have to learn where our mistakes were and uh, clean up, protecting the football, and and uh, you know, move forward. Well, let's let, let's let, let's look at the uh, plays here, Coach. As far as I know, your quarterback's been with you for a while. Uh, he's been a stand-up guy. Uh, I think it's uh, Darry Harrington. He, he looked like on a highlight that I was watching. He looks like a pretty big kid, pretty uh, pretty mobile athlete. Tell us about some of your players. Uh, well, you know, he uh, 
he had to move around a lot last night. Our, uh, you know, obviously there's some, there's some protection that, that had to be cleaned up, and uh, and he uh, and uh, you know he had to uh, he had to scramble a little bit to get the ball off, and so uh, you know we made it tougher. We made it tough on Darian, and then he was he was flipping over and playing some defensive back force as well. So uh, yeah, we threw a lot on his shoulders last night. And, uh, and you know, he's a tough young man, and uh, and I believe he rose to the occasion. Anybody else stand out as far as offense or defense that you were impressed with uh, that you didn't expect to step up? I mean, because you had, you know, like you said, you had to get some guys to step up last night. Uh, some new guys on offense. Anybody step up that surprised you? Um, well, we were expecting um, David Pringle to uh, step up a receiver, and uh, Daquan Drake gave us some solid minutes and, and caught a big ball down the field, and he's just a freshman for us. Um, so I, I was uh, you know, proud of both of those guys. Ulysses Carswell uh, had some big carries. Uh, you know, he's, he's a tough physical runner, but he, you know, like I said, we're a small school. We're going to flip over and play guys both ways. You know, um, he's also a linebacker. So we we do try to rotate our running backs because all of them are good linebackers or safeties. Um, so we do have a you know a solid rotation there. But when we gave him the ball, he uh, you know he was effective in the run game. That's you know it, it definitely goes in cycles with small schools and you're playing double uh, A football and you got a tough region. I mean you got a bye week. Uh, now you got to get prepared for Vidalia. So how do you get prepared? After, you know, I mean you play two. Two tough teams, two rival teams. You scrimmage Brunswick the week before. You come back and play Glen Academy, same area, same kids, know each other. Now, what do you do to get ready for Vidalia in two weeks? Uh, well, these kids know Vidalia. Um, they, uh, you know, they, they're, it's, they're just kind of a rivalry to them too. Um, you know, my first year here, they, uh, and we we beat them to keep them out of the playoffs. Last year, they beat us. Um, they finished first in the region. We finished second. So there, there's there's a a, a, rival, a sense of rivalry between us and Vidalia, and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna break down the film. Um, we're gonna look at, at how to game plan, what we want to do to to attack them uh, offensively and defensively, and uh, you know this won't be important to the kids when it's when it's, you're coming back and it's your only region loss from the year before. The kids know the importance of it. They know the difference in, in you know that game last year was different to us. You know, capturing the region crown and not so um, they already understand that and uh, you know they know how, this, how big this one is opening up region play and uh, you know we'll just you know get our uh, game plan together and get ready to play some football See, it seems like you and Coach Ridings, uh, you know, no easy schedule to open up the season here, and uh, you got to come back with Vidalia. Tell us about Region 2A. I mean, BC has been the talk of the town down here. They got over 110 kids on the, on the sidelines, and uh, it's always a tough game when you play BC. Uh, you got Vidalia. Whatever. What about the rest of the teams in that region? I mean, it seems like a pretty tough region. Yeah, um, this this region continues to uh, strengthen. Um, obviously, uh, Vidalia is, is a strong. Opponent Benedict Keene's a strong opponent. Um, Coach Flaud at Long County, everybody you know, everybody was kind of laughing at me the year before and last year when I was like, Long County will get better. And uh, sure enough, they were they were 500 team in our league last year, and they're not going to be flashy. But Coach Flaud's a, a pretty good coach over there, and that program will continue to improve. Uh, Toombs County will always be tough. They have they have great uh, 
great tradition there. And, uh, you know, the league is, is strengthening. You just, you just can't, uh, you can't just roll off the ball or the helmet and uh, expect to beat people. No, I, you know, you, I mean, if you're listening, I'm called Damasi. I'm talking to Keith Goss, the head coach at McIntosh County Academy. They play in Region 2A, which is BC. And if you're listening in Savannah, that's Benedictine Treason. You're talking Vidalia, McIntosh County, Toombs County, Benedictine, Bacon County, Long County. And, you know, Bryan County, Meta, Jeff Davis, and Atkins County. Sometimes, you know, they do come up. You know, Meta, Meta is switching from single A to double uh, A. Uh, Bryan County, same thing. So, you know, you got some other teams that you, you got to prepare for. They also got some very good coaches out there too right i mean i i've uh you know bryan county and, and metter both those uh teams were very tough last year and uh you know I, I would expect tough tough games from them again this year um you know there's there's um you know plenty of good teams in this region and it's it's uh it's just a question of them them competing uh Week in and week out, and, and a lot of these teams are building depth. They have good coaches. They're doing the things to get better, and uh, you know it's it's noticeable on Friday nights. Well, coach, I know it's it's always tough to talk after a loss, but you got to be impressed with your young men. They they battled fourteen three is not a bad score. Like you said, you got to take care of the football. You got to correct the mistakes, and uh, you open up with uh, I guess you would say your region rival Vidalia, the Vidalia Indians, in uh, two weeks on September seventh. Uh, wish you the best of luck. We'll talk to you throughout the season, and uh, like you guys say, always go Buccaneers, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we well, yeah, have a good one. All right, Coach, thanks for coming on. That's Coach Keith Goss of the McIntosh County Academy Buccaneers. Tough loss last night. And, you know, you got to understand, I'm, I'm a coach. I'm on the other side of the ball. After you lose, it's very tough to rebound. And, you, you know, you got to try and talk about it. And, I mean, you're looking for the positives, and they're positives. I mean, his quarterback, young running back, a wide receiver, Pringle. I mean, so I give him a lot of credit to come up here and talk about his young men because now the wheels start turning. How are we going to pair for Vidalia? I mean, last year they had a barn burner. It was 27 18, so uh, yeah, it was a close game, and McIntosh County always always has some excellent football players, so uh, it's not a bad program, and they got a tough region. The top six in that region it, you know, are perennial state playoff teams. I mean, you're talking Vidalia, Toombs County, McIntosh County, Benedictine, Bacon County, now Ron Flock over Long County gives them some you know, respectability, and don't count out Bryan County and Metter because they got athletes on those teams too, so like I said once before, this is called Damasi, you're listening to ESPN Radio, we're going to talk every Saturday morning, the first hour from 9 to 10, yes, I play two hours here from 9 to 10, we're going to talk high school football, and from 10 to 11, we're going to throw it back to Savannah scene, we're going to talk about the local sports scene here in Savannah, Georgia, we have a big cross-country event going on over at Daffin Park, and it's called the Run Dirty Kickoff classic sponsored by Sacconi and Fleet Feet Sports. So we're going to talk to the race director, Robert Espinosa, who uh, uh, sponsored this with uh, Savannah Arts Academy. And cross country is really a big sport here in, in Georgia, but people don't realize that. And then we'll talk to the athlete of the week who redeemed himself from the year before, Logan Tovar hitting a 42-yard field goal with no time on the clock to tie the game the other night with Jenkins and Savannah Christian. Once again, stay tuned. You're listening to the Carl Damasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio. Hour number two coming up. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Call the Massey Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio. Savannah, Hilton Head, and the East Coast of Georgia. 
This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country, and now the coastal empire at the east coast of Georgia. You're listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio. I'm Call Demasi. I'm here for every two hours, every Saturday morning from nine until eleven, talking about local sports. Now, the new concept, the new the new format is the first hour. We'll be talking. Football, okay? It'll be the high school football wrap-up show. We'll talk about what happened Friday night or on Thursday night. And then in the second hour, we'll get back to my regular programming, which is talking about local sports. And in the second hour... Always have a lot of fun talking about the scoreboard and the news in the Savannah area. We go to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. And this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week is Savannah Christians football player, place kicker, field goal kicker, Logan Tovar, kicked a 42-yard field goal. In high school football, that's pretty big. And there's no time on the clock, and it meant tying the game and maybe going to overtime. But that's another story. We'll get into that. And uh, he did a great job the year before. Tough. First time, I think, he had to get out there and kick. He missed the extra point. They lost 21-20, so he redeemed himself. But, I mean, he's also a soccer player, so he does other things besides just football. We'll be talking to Logan Tovar in the second quarter of the second hour. And in the third quarter, we'll get to talk to Robert Espinoza, Flea Feet Sports owner and race director here in Savannah for a lot of the road races, um, jogging races, uh, you know, the Rock and Roll Marathon. He's, he has his hand in all the Enmark Bridge Run. Robert Espinoza will be live from that race, and it's the Dirty Run Sikorny High School Kickoff Cross-Country Classic that's been going on here for the last couple of years, and it's a big event. I, I think there's over 30 teams. Teams from Atlanta, from South Carolina come in. I'm excited about it, and then we'll wrap up the show. And of course, we got to go to the scoreboard. Let's start with football. Thursday night, like I just said, Savannah Christian and Jenkins tied 6-6. That's the first tie in Coach Chumley's nine-year career at Savannah Christian. He's 85-18. and 18. And one tie. And that happened the other night, Thursday night. And, uh, you know, being a high school coach, knowing the Georgia High School State Association rules and the National Federation High School State uh, rules, coaches have to tell the officials before the game starts that they plan on playing an overtime period if it is a non-conference game. And, of course, Jenkins is 5A. Savannah Christian is single A. So this was a non-region game here in Savannah, Georgia. What the conversation was before the game, I don't know, but I'm just telling you from my own experience. So I don't know where the communication was lost, but that's why we didn't go to overtime. So, you know, me personally, it's a you know, preseason game, but now we're going to get into Class A here. I'm going off a tangent here. A Class A now plays private and public state championships in football and basketball and baseball. And as a point system to get you into the, uh, I think it's the field of 16 to make the championship uh, round or make the playoffs. So I don't know how this is going to affect Savannah Christian down the road. I know if they would have win, I heard someone tell me they would have got 14 points. I, well, if they would have lost, I don't know what they would have got. Now they tied. I have no idea. So I got to look more into that. So it's pretty, it's pretty complicated without finishing that game out for Savannah Christian Jenkins. Just winds up being a tie, and they go by their region record to see if they make the playoffs. And then they're in 5A. There's no private or public school playoffs in that. Last night, Landmark Christian came in to town and took on Calvary. They beat them 30-22. to 22. Calvary 
quarterback Michael Peterson was 19 of 33 for 322 yards in his first game of quarterback for the Cavaliers. Robert Haywood rushed five times for 99 yards. Uh, it was a great game, but as I said last night on the radio, because that was ESPN's first high school football game of the week, fueled by Enmark. Uh, we're going to do another one this week. We're going to go over to Savannah State, T.A. Wright Stadium, where the B.C. Cadets take on the Effingham County Rebels, a much-improved Effingham County Rebel team. And, of course, we know it's a much-improved B.C. team with over 100 kids on the sidelines the other night against Beach in a, in a scrimmage. Great job over there by Danny Brett and his coaching staff. Bible Baptist, I mean, Beach St. Andrews, 66, Keenard Campbell, Last year, led the Bible Baptist Braves to a state championship. Runs for four touchdowns, throws for four touchdowns. What more can I say? 60-6, to six, and a standout for the Lions of St. Andrews, Wright Wallace, who ran for over 1,000 yards last year. Well, he's close to it. He's keeping on pace. He ran for 92 yards on 20 touches. Uh, Country Day took on Ridgeland-Hardyville. Heartbreaker. They were up. Uh, 14 to 7. They wound up losing 20 to 14. Bright spot is Ben Johnson, senior Ben Johnson, wide receiver. He's been a fixture there for the last four years at wide receiver. Set the career or the school's all time career receiving uh, record with his 136 catch of his career. Great job, Ben Johnson. Uh, Windsor Forest, Coach Schwartz's first game as the head coach of the Knights. Estill came into town and beat Windsor Forest 34 to 13. We'll go over into the Low Country. Bluffton beats Well Branch 44-0. Orangeburg Prep comes in and beats Thomas Hayward 35-7. Hamden, Hamden beats Hilton Head Christian 49-17. And we talked about the schools down there in the Golden Isle area. Wayne County beats Brunswick 35-20. And Glen Academy beats McIntosh Academy 14-3. Uh, let's go to the PGA Tour. Uh, Brian Harmon uh, missed the cut. This is where they start their playoffs. Uh, Brian Harmon was six over. He missed the cut, so I don't know if that's going to affect him in next week because now you got your playoff. They keep on playing until they get to the final group of, I think, 25, and they play for a championship. i got to get my man Stephen Weeks to come in here and explain this to me because it's a whole new playoff system. Uh, we go to the professional professional baseball, the Braves. Uh, they, you know, they took one on the chin. I mean, you're 15 games up. Every now and then you got to lose, but local boy out at Glen Academy, Adam Wainwright, went to distance. Struck out nine Braves, helped the Cardinals win 3-1, and it's his fifth complete game of the season, and that's Major League leading fifth complete game of the season for uh, Adam Wainwright. Sandnats uh, dropped a 4-2 decision to the West Virginia Power. Yeah, they were home after their longest road trip. They were on the road for 10 days, and they played 11 games. Well, you know what? They're going to play two tonight. They got a doubleheader double headed tonight against the uh, Power. It starts at 5.05. Uh, right-hander Tim Peterson takes on right-hander Clay Holmes, while left-hander in the second game, left-hander Stephen Matz takes on Kyle Haynes. Starts at 5 o'clock, and once again, it's Saturday night. So what do we have? We have Saturday night fireworks. So uh, get out there and support the Sand Nats. First time home in 10 days. Well, last night was the first night. Uh, i got to talk about this young lady, and uh, you know, hopefully I can get her on the radio, but uh, I mean, this is pretty impressive. Uh, we had uh, Taylor Allen on last week from Islands High School. She uh, pitched a no-hitter. Well, this young lady at Savannah Country Day, Savannah Droud, okay, struck out 17 in the, the Savannah Hornets, Savannah Country Day Hornets uh, eight-inning softball game over Claxton. They won 4-3. She struck out 17 batters, so she would have faced 30, 17 of them. Our, our strikeouts, uh, no, let me figure it out. Uh, you play seven innings, uh, three batters an inning, so 28. Yeah, so uh, the 31 batters, they played eight innings, so pretty pretty impressive. Uh, the Hornets are 2-0, broke a 3-3 deadlock in the eighth inning when Kiana Maynard scored on Marissa Karp's ground out. Great job by Savannah Droud 
17 strikeouts. I mean, that's pretty pretty impressive. And uh, as far as the softball scoreboard goes, I got to try and update more. I got to get more scores about the ladies in softball. We also got volleyball going on. A lot of teams are. There's a softball tournament going on over in Statesboro this weekend. We got. Uh, volleyball tournament up in, in uh, Atlanta, Calvary, uh, Savannah Country Day, Savannah uh, Christian are up there playing. So just a lot of things going on. So uh, but once again, this is all possible because of my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, and hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. They are also doctor-led and patient-focused. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.orthocentersav.com. Or their new website or their new URL, worldwide address, is optumhealth.com. Well, next up, we'll be talking to our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Logan Tovar from Savannah Christian Preparatory School, the football team, kicking a 42-yard field goal with no time left on the clock and helping the uh, Savannah Christian Red Raiders come away with a tie against Jenkins in the opening game of high school football here in Savannah, Georgia. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Well, we had a big night last night. We had a big night Thursday night. Once again, high school football kicked off Thursday night, and the first game in the state of Georgia for public schools was Savannah Christian taking on Jenkins, and this was a rematch from the year before when uh, Jenkins uh, beat Savannah Christian 21-20, and you know, we're talking about a missed extra point, probably the first time this young man had a chance to get out there and kick, a lot of pressure on him. Well, I'm telling you right now, the other night, Thursday night, and I got a chance to watch it on TV, and I, I saw it, okay, 42, a 42-yard field goal with no time on the clock to help tie the game for the Red Raiders of Savannah Christian against Jenkins, and it was a big kick because they didn't play overtime, and like I said early in the introduction of the second hour of my show, I go here for two hours from 9 until 11, we talked about why they didn't play overtime. In the rule book, the Georgia High School State Association and the National Federation High School rule book says when two teams play each other and they're not in the same conference or the same region, they have to tell the referees before the game starts. Now, whether the referees are supposed to ask, I don't know. I don't remember. I haven't had to worry about overtime since, you know, I've been coaching JV football for the last two years in middle school. And so I, I don't remember the status. But anyway, they didn't play overtime. So it ended up 6-6. But now in Class A, in... All sports in Georgia high school, we have a private school champion now, and we have a public school champion. And it's based on being ranked. And the ranking has something to do with points. Now, if you go to ghsa.net, you can find out all this information. And, uh, I mean, it, it, it's tough. We don't know where they're going to stand right now as far as how many points they're going to get for tying um, Jenkins High School. But for a high school junior to kick a 42-yard field goal with no time left on the clock and re remembering what happened from the year before is, is, is pretty special. And that's why this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week is Savannah Christian field goal football player kicker Logan Tovar. And he's joining us right now in the ESPN studio. Good morning, Logan. How's it going? Good morning. It's great. So, I mean, big game the other night. 
Seems like Jenkins and Savannah High now are gonna be is gonna be the opening game for every year that we're we're gonna have high school football. I mean you were part of the team last year as a sophomore. This year you're you're a junior, you got some experience underneath you. Just go back to that situation. Three seconds left on the game. What, what was going through your mind? You know, forty two yard field goals, you know, it, it's a good distance for a high school kicker. Um uh just the field goal from last year wasn't really on my mind. I just tried to clear my head before we got two minutes left on the clock and the team was starting to drive and I just went over by myself and started to clear my head and stretch and just get, prepare myself ready to kick it. And then, you know, you got out there. Now, didn't they call two timeouts? They tried to ice you twice, so there was a penalty? The first one, they were trying to ice me and uh, that one actually got me a little nervous, but the second one, as soon as I heard it, as soon as I heard it, I just went ahead and kicked it and I realized that I was lined up too far to the left and that's why I pulled it the first time. And that actually helped me calm down and helped me actually kick it through. So, you know, you know, we're talking about it. I know if you're, you're the average fan and you don't watch much football, the new thing is right before a field goal kick is whether it's college, high school, or pro, is for the opposing team, the field goal kicker gets up. The opposing team calls a timeout. I'm doing a timeout gesture here, and you can't even see it. But anyway, they call a timeout to make the kicker think about it. And that's what happened to Logan twice the other night. And, you know, he adjusted it, nailed the 42-yarder, which is great. He learned from, uh, from the practice kick he got before that, so it's really special. Now, talking to Logan, he's a junior at Savannah Christian. When did you start playing football, Logan? I uh, started in sixth grade and started playing the line, but I'd have always been able to kick a soccer ball pretty far, so I decided to try football. Who was your, who was your coach back there in sixth grade? You remember? Uh, coach Lady? Coach Lady and uh, Coach Harper. And coach Harper, Will Harper. He was out there, Will, helping you? Yes, sir. So now, now you're you know you you're you you're just kicking now, but you've told me now they've also asked you to go back to the days when you were playing line. I mean, yeah, I don't know if I want my kicker playing line, but anyway, uh, what do you like most about football? You know, you're also a soccer player. What do you like most about football? Uh, just the intensity and the hype that you get from it, and just being out there with the team. You ever think about just uh, just kicking a soccer ball instead, or you enjoy this so much? Um, they're both really fun. I just enjoy kicking. Now, what, what you know, as far as kicking goes. Uh, they're asking you to play the line now in practice because they need you to play the line because, you know, you probably got a bunch of ninth graders that aren't big enough yet. You're a big young man. I mean, what do you, what do you, what's your routine to get better as far as kicking the football? Um, we've actually had two alumni, Timmy McCarthy and Mac Miller, come back and help me and show me what I'm doing wrong and help me with my steps. And they... They come back and help the kickers. So your routine during practice is just to work on your steps? Working on, do you worry about the distance or are you just trying to get the routine down? Um, I start off with extra point and I start to back up and move hash to hash and practice and go to that actually sideline and kick at an angle to help that hash hash mark because it's wider in high school where in college and pro it comes narrow it gets narrower and narrower you know why they do that that's so they can have more field to play so they can run the ball more because in high school you don't have much from the hash mark to the sideline so and if once again they bring field up into three sections and when we're talking about hash mark in high school the hash mark is 17 yards from the sideline but that means it's also further away from you know further outside the goalpost so that's how that works but now as far as you coming into the season i mean i know donald chumley uh stresses teamwork uh loyalty uh, i mean did you have any of your own personal goals before you got in there besides the team goal and we know the team goal at savannah christian is to bring home the ship the championship how about you what were your personal goals for the season um just see how many i can't miss just I couldn't let the team down again. Uh, it was, it just it hurt. It hurt a lot. It hurts, yeah. But you know, you know. But you gotta understand though. If you know, 
once again, I'm giving you coaches lessons here. If you look at the pros and you look at the colleges, I mean, they missed some big. You got to just come back and do it again. And I know it's it's a lot of pressure. You don't understand that yet. And I know I've coached a lot of kickers. They've had a lot of pressure with kicking extra points and field goals. And I had one kid that was really upset. It took him two or three days to get over it. But you know, there's always next time. It's there's always the next game, so you can get to it. Now, as far as your teammates go, all right. First of all, what was the team goal that Coach Shumley gave for you guys this year? Um, our team goal is always 11 through 15, and we all everything we work to in the summer and during the season is preparing for weeks 11 through 15. And tell everybody what weeks 11 through 15 are. As playoffs to the state championship. Playoff time in Savannah. Christian's been there. I mean, the man's got an unbelievable record, 85 and 18, and his first tie came Thursday night. I can still remember my first tie. So, and what 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 I felt was that the team that we played, we were better than the team, and they were on a 10 yard line, but they didn't have a kicker. So instead of going for the winning touchdown or whatever they wanted, they took a knee and let the clock run out. And back then, there was no overtime, so it hurt really bad. But, you know, you, you learn from your mistakes, and, you know, we should have won that game, but that's not here or there. We're talking about you. I'm Carl DeMasi. You're listening to Carl DeMasi Sports Report. We're talking to Savannah Christian kicker, Logan Tovar. He's in studio, kicked the tying field goal with no time on the clock the other night against Jenkins last Thursday night with... 42 yarder with no time on the clock. Now, as far as your teammates go, I know you got a lot of guys that graduated. Uh, you have to fill a lot of positions. What about your teammates? Who do you think is having a good season for you guys so far? Who who stepped up last night, the, the other night against Jenkins? Um, uh, ben Hoistler, uh, Hunter Duran, Wade's been a big part of the offense, and our whole line. Uh, we had to rebuild it, and they did a great job driving down the field in the two-minute drill. That, that was had, pretty impressive. That we had actually practiced the day before a similar situation, and they executed it. Come on, Coach Chumley practices offense? I mean, the man's all about defense, isn't he? Yes, sir. But you got to get the offense in there, too. Now, who's who's doing the offense? Coach Rossini? Coach Rossini is there. Coach Munch is helping you out? Yes, How do you sir. like those guys? They're, they're great guys. They're great coaches, and they uh, really push you. They got some camaraderie because they were all coaches of BC together. Now, we're talking about the field goal, okay? So, you know, they tried the should Did you know when you kicked that last one it was definitely going through? Uh, yes, sir. As soon as, I, as soon as the snap came, it was a good snap, good hold. As soon as I hit it, I just knew that I got every bit of the ball and that it was going. I didn't look. I looked up, and I just saw it going in. I was, How'd you feel after it went through? Oh, it was, it was amazing. Like winning a championship, right? Yes, right there. First game of the season, it was winning the state championship. Now, we talked about it earlier. You're a two-sport athlete over at Savannah Christian. You also play soccer. Uh, do you do anything else besides soccer and football? Uh, any other extracurricular activities, band, National Honor Society, any other clubs, uh, anything like that? Just soccer and football. Soccer and football. Now, about soccer, uh, you know, when did you start playing soccer? I've actually been playing soccer longer than football. I've been playing my whole life. Uh, just My dad just... I guess as soon as I came out of the womb, I was playing soccer. Oh, I know that feeling. My boys played soccer before they got into the football, too. So why did you, you choose goalie, though? Um, I was actually playing in the in a practice one day, and they we didn't have a goalie at the time. They were, like, getting the goal, and I just picked it up naturally and taught myself how to play. Now, I mean, soccer is, you know, somewhat different. But, I mean, you being a kicker, you probably have to take, what do they call, goal kicks. And as, is there a big difference between kicking a soccer ball and a football? We know one's round, one is oval. What's the big difference for you? Um, in soccer, you want to lean back to get the ball up. But in football, you want to get your chest more straight up and down so it lifts it. And uh, it was kind of hard transitioning between that. But uh, I went to a camp and all the other kickers helped me fix that. So there is a big difference kicking a soccer ball and a football. Everybody thinks, well, if you kick a soccer ball, you can come out and kick a football a mile. <laughs> yes, sir. The, the shape actually helps, too. The difference in shapes actually 
makes it difficult. Hey, you got more. You probably got more surface with a soccer ball than you do with the football. And like you said, you kicked that forty-two yarder the other night, and you know you hit the sweet spot. And you knew it was going through, but uh, you know the team tried to ice you. Great job, great, great tie. I know. Sometimes when you tie, you know it doesn't uh, it doesn't matter. But I mean, you guys had a chance. You were going in. You fumbled the ball on the five yard line. Uh, you guys held. Believe it or not, I, I didn't notice until I read the article. You held Jenkins to 120 yards total offense, and Jenkins has a lot, a lot of fast athletes out there. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, so we, uh, I heard a coach in practice yesterday say in the first quarter we only held. They only gained eight yards. So I was I was impressed with the defense. I mean, the defense did a great job, and you did a great job. Now, as far as going to school at Savannah Christian, and this is your junior, so you got another year to go after this. Tell us what the experience has been like. Have you been going there since middle school? or I've, I've been going there since K-3. My whole family's been there, and it's just been a great experience at Savannah Christian. K-3, that means you're going to spend 15 years at Savannah Christian. Yes, sir. So what do you like most about it? Um, it's just a really good education. i got a bunch of friends there that have always been there with me, and... It's just fun there. Enjoy it. Yes, sir. Let's play this goes where your friends are because, you know, your friends make it enjoyable, too. Now, I know, like I said, I'm talking to Logan Tovar, the uh, field goal extra point kicker, place kicker for the Savannah Christian Red Raiders. Hit a 42-yarder the other night. I'm Carl Demasi. I got Logan Tovar in studio. Uh, you know, you're only a junior. Have, it, have you started thinking about your future? Do you want to play college football? Do you want to play soccer? Where do you want to go? Um, Any idea yet what you're thinking about your future? And right now, I'm just trying to get to the next week in practice, but uh, it, it would be nice to play either football or soccer, whichever. I might try to walk on somewhere if I don't get any offers. But uh, How about as far as the future as what you want to do for a profession? Uh, I haven't really decided on that yet. Which is normal. Which yeah. is normal. Anything you're really leaning towards, anything you like, like, uh, you know, any kind of specific field, lawyer, teacher, you know, like mom, I mean. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, science really interests me, and uh, I just try to work hard on that. Uh, it's not a bad not a bad thing to do, not a bad uh, area to get involved in. Science could lead to other things, you know, and like mom will probably, you know, like if you say you want to be a doctor, you know, <laughs> we can go on from there. But uh, once again, I'm Carl Damasi. You're listening to uh, the Carl Damasi Sports Report. We're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week section, and we're talking to Savannah Christian football player, field goal extra point kicker, Logan Tovar, who kicked the 42-yard field goal. Now, you got a tough schedule coming up. What's Coach been telling you about the rest of the year? Uh... Just some of the things that we did the other night were great, but it's not going to get us through the next few weeks, and we just got to work on those and get better and just work on our technique and push ourselves. Well, you're taking on one of the perennial playoff teams the last couple of years. Prince Avenue Christian will be coming down to take on the Red Raiders. I think it's September 7th, right? Or September 6th or 7th at uh, Garden City Stadium. If you don't know anything about Prince Avenue Christian, they also got one of the most winningest coaches in 5A, Jeff Hearn, Heron, I always say that wrong, Heron, Jeff Heron, who was the head coach of Camden County, now is the head coach up there at Prince Avenue Christian. So it's going to be a good time. Remember, in two weeks, and we'll be doing that live here on ESPN Radio. We'll, that will be our high, school, our high school football game of the week, September 6th or 7th, I think it's September 6th, where we got... Savannah Christian taking on Prince Avenue Christian over there in Garden City at Garden City Stadium. Well, this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Athlete of the Week is Logan Tovar from Savannah Christian Football. Great job. Keep up the great work. Remember, you know, just keep on trying. If it doesn't go straight, maybe it'll go inside the goalpost. You did a good job. But I give you a lot, a lot of credit for, you know, 42-yard field goal with no time on the clock, helping your, team, helping your team to a tie, which some people say, well, it's a tie, Coach. It's not a win. But in the situation where they're at, a tie is better than nothing right now. Great yes, job. Sir. Thank you.
And that's Logan Tovar from Savannah Christian, the field goal extra point kicker, kicked the 42-yarder to help uh, to help Savannah Christian tie Jenkins last Thursday night to open our high school football season. This segment is sponsored by the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Remember, if your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time, it makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy, you just want to pick something up and throw it across the room, if you can, while at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, and have a less painful life, and of course, uh, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier life so you can do a lot more. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue Waters, right here in Savannah, Georgia, on the, and you can visit them on the World Wide Web at WeatheringtonChiropracticClinic.com. Well, next up, we're going to talk a little cross-country. With the guru of racing, cross-country racing or running racing here in Savannah, Georgia, Fleet Feet Sports' own Robert Espinosa. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Call to Master Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio. We'll be right back. Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm called Demasi, and that's right. Call the Massey Sports Report is sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused. Same great place, just a new location. Used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center. Now it's Optum Orthopedics at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Well, we talked about football in the first hour. We got a little more football with our athlete of the week. Savannah Christian field goal kicker Logan Tovar kicking a 42-yard field goal, field goal with no time left on the clock to tie the game for the Red Raiders against the Jenkins Warriors last Thursday night to kick off our high school football season here in Savannah, Georgia. Well, but there's some of the sports going on. There's softball, there's volleyball, and one that doesn't get much love, but this man does a great job promoting our running events here in Savannah, Georgia, and he's coordinated this running event today at Daffin Park. I'm talking to Joining us on the ESPN Radio Hotline is the Fleet Feet Sports owner, race director. He's directing the Dirty Run Sikorny High School Kickoff Classic, cross-country kickoff classic over in Daffin Park. Good friend of mine. Always love to talk to him. Always love talking about the cross-country and the running events here in Savannah, Georgia. And that's Robert Espinoza. Good morning, Robert. Hey, good morning, Carl. How you doing? Hey, you know, we're talking sports. We talked a lot of football this morning. Let's change the pace. Let's talk a little cross-country. And I know this is one of your special events because you get a lot of the high school kids involved. So tell us about this year's Dirty Run over there in Daffod Park. It was great. It just wrapped up. The award ceremony just wrapped up. Uh, we had 29 teams participate, and uh, it was incredible. I mean, these kids work so hard. I know cross-country is not known as the glamour sport, and I know high school football is here. But when you come out here and see these kids running, uh, it, it uh, just tells you exactly what these kids are made of. Because as much as I love football, baseball, and basketball, there are no timeouts in cross country. you got to run the entire time until you're done. Well, you just said it. 29 teams. Now, last year, I know you said you had teams from all over the place. I can't remember exactly where. Where were the teams from this year? Uh, we had uh, uh, teams uh, Wayne County was here, Shiloh High School from from uh, Gwinnett County uh, was here, Kell High School, um, you know, from near Atlanta, uh, from Brunswick, uh, Boston was here, Baxter Creek High School. Uh, they came from all over, including uh, all of our local schools. So uh, it was pretty good. And, and you know, Saucony was he, is here uh, to 
uh, present that first annual kickoff cup. We have a new tradition called the kickoff cup, and and uh, they sent down Tony, who is uh, uh, the head of athletes and pretty much responsible for anything that has to do with uh, track and cross country um, and uh, for Saucony down here. Drove down here from Boston, your neck of the woods, Carl. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, it's uh, up. He's it's up in my neck of the woods. Annual kickoff cups to uh, the, the winning schools. Wayne County won the boys with Shiloh High School second and Kill High School third. And guess what? Our winning uh, school for the girls, Richmond Hill High School, with Amanda Elliott leading the way. She's an amazing athlete. And then Savannah Christian got second, and then Savannah Arts got third. So for the girls, uh, our local teams really dominated. Well, is, is Tony standing by you? I'd like to ask him a question. He is, yeah. I bet you can talk his language. Here's Tony from talking. You got it. You got it. Carl, how you doing? Hey, Tony, how's it going? You parking the car over there in Daffin Park? Oh, yeah. They put on a great event down here. So, yeah, <laughs> now, I'm making a little fun of, of, of your Boston accent, which uh, I'm joking around. Yeah, I'm up from uh, Long Island, but... Tell me why Saucony takes so much pride in doing his kickoff cross-country classics all throughout the uh, throughout the area. What, what's so special about this for your company? Well, you know, people when I ask me and they come up to me and they say to me all the time, it's great for the company, it's great for the company. I could care less. I mean, it's great <laughs> for the company, sure, but when I, I ran high school cross-country, it meant the world to me. It's every fond memory I have of high school. And to come down here and help Fleecy and make it a real experience for these kids, means more to me than anything, because at the end of the day, I just want to have kids running and having a great time. If we can be part of that, all the better. You know, it's just here to really promote the sport and, you know, help Lee beat out. Those guys put on a really good show. I had, you know, 200 kids dancing on the uh, football stadium a little while ago. They, uh, you can't get better than that at a cross-country race. So Now, is this the first time you have been in Savannah, Georgia? This is my first trip to Savannah. I've been to Atlanta, Savannah. This, is, this one's a new one for me. It took me about 18 hours to drive down here yesterday. Oh, it's it's a long haul. I can tell you that it's a long ride. Tell tell me what what, what was it like watching this cross country. And I know it's a flat it's a flat race, not like your typical cross country races where it's over hills and through the woods. Were you impressed with how it was put on and how it was done? Oh, absolutely. They had a great course laid out. There was no question. You, like, every once in a while, you hit a cross country course that you know a kid takes a left turn that wasn't marked or anything like that. You really had to jump barriers if you wanted to go the wrong way at this course. And then these great little hay bales, kids had to jump over, and that's some nice puddles, some deep grass. I mean, it was really, really true cross-country and a nice setting that spectators could really enjoy, because that's the real trick. Most cross-country happens, you know, in the woods, but here you have a cross-country race that, you know, goes around the stadium, hits all kinds of paths and trails, and the parents can really enjoy it. So it made it really great for everybody. You know, it's hard to make a, a three-mile race a spectator sport. So. <laughs> Well, well, Tony, I, I, I really got to send out. I, I really got to send out a big thank you from Savannah, and especially from the the, the high school scene for uh, Saucony sponsoring this every year. Because believe it or not, at my school, that's all these kids were talking about all week was the uh, the kickoff uh, dirty run uh, Saucony cross country race. And we do appreciate you. And uh, once again, thanks for coming by. And I hope you uh, enjoyed the uh, host of City of the South. And uh, once again, Saucony, I got to give a lot of credit for standing by these kids. Well, hey, we're happy to help out, and anything we can do to you know, keep the sport rolling. So, thanks, so, Tony. Thanks, thanks for taking the time. So, you gonna put throw Robert back on that phone? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. I'm putting. There's, there's Robert. All right, Carl. Hey, Robert, great guy. Sounds like he's really into the high school sports and especially cross country because it sounds like, or he told us, he's a former cross country runner. Yeah, yeah. He knows. He knows what's going on. Like I said, I heard him say, you know, uh, we, we like to make cross-country a spectator sport. We want it to be loud. We want it to be noisy. 
And the World Championships are like that, and the NCAAs are like that. Why can't these kids have the same thing? They had a great time out here. We actually had them all out here doing the Cupid Shuffle and the Wobble after, right before the award ceremony. They had a great time. I think it's a great way to kick off cross-country season for them because they have a long season ahead of them, just like all the rest of the high school athletes. So we're really proud of them. Now, I know the history part. Like, what's this, like the fourth or fifth uh, kickoff classic? Yes, yeah. Well, actually, we're going to number six now, and you've been with me from the beginning. So we've had Nike on board. We've had Adidas on board. And guess what? I don't think Stockton is going to let go. They are really doing a great job with spikes, and they got their teeth in these, in these different programs across the country. And, uh, you know, we're one of their premier events. So uh, we'll, go to, we'll go to year seven next year. Hope to be talking to you again uh, next year. But uh, I'll tell you, uh, high school sports is alive, and I'm happy football's here. It's, it's just good to talk about these kids because you know, a lot of times they don't mention uh, the hardworking kids. Well, we got a minute left there, big guy, and I know you're, you're big into uh, what's coming up next, and that's that rock and roll marathon. Where do we stand? And uh, if anybody wants to get involved, what do they got to do? Uh, for the rock and roll marathon? You got it. The, yeah, the rock and roll marathon. So uh, uh, they are on pace right now to do 22 to 24,000 people. They are way ahead of uh, their projected numbers. Um, you can go to savannahrockandroll.com and get on the website to still register. You can actually get on there also to volunteer uh, if you need to. They're still looking for volunteers. We've changed the course up a little bit. It's become more scenic. And so um, we're, we're really excited about it. You know, I think I talked to you a while back before when they had the big discount days, and the only city that beat us out of all the rock and rolls was Philadelphia. Savannah came in second for the most amount of people registering in a single day. So the Rock and Roll Competitor Inc. people are really excited about coming back to Savannah. And we'll, we'll, we'll blow away first-year numbers, which was 22,000. I'm thinking it's going to be closer to 24. The city's going to be full, lots of money uh, coming into the city. And, uh, again, the more we can promote sports and health, uh, the better for the entire community. Well, Robert, I appreciate it. And if anybody wants to find out more information about the Rock and Roll Marathon or about the Saucony Kickoff Cup, which was won by our local, a local girls team, the girls division, was won by Richmond Hill and Amanda Elliott. You're going to hear that name a lot. One of the best cross-country runners in the state. Then Savannah Christian came in second, Savannah Arts Academy third. On the boys' side, we had Wayne County winning it. Uh, but once again, you can go to fleetfeetsavannah.com. FleetFeetSavannah.com and find out all the information you want to know about all the running events here in Savannah, Georgia. Robert, great job. Over 300 kids, 30 teams, 29 teams. Once again, successful. Keep on doing it, buddy. Thank you, Carl. And uh, once again, I appreciate everything you do to promote, promote high school sports, and we look forward to talking to you in the future. You got it. Thanks, Robert. All right. Thanks, Carl. Once again, that's Robert Espinoza, Fleet Feet Sports of Savannah, does a great job with all our running events here in Savannah, Georgia. If you want to find anything out about running, just go to Fleet Feet Sports, Fleet Feet Savannah, FleetFeetSavannah.com, and you can get all your information about running events. And I'm not doing this to promote Fleet Feet Sports. I know Robert's not doing this. He's doing it because he wants to promote running here in Savannah, Georgia, and he's big with the high school cross-country teams. So once again, check it out. Remember, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, another sponsor, Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies. You're a coach, parent, local organization. You need uniforms. You need cleats. You need sports-specific shoes, cross-country shoes. You need tr running shoes, cross-training shoes. You need basketballs. You need uniforms. You want to get awards or plaques or trophies to award your team or your organization? Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies located at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex. 
which is right behind the Oglethorpe Mall, behind Sears, and they'll help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Remember, Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business, and they have been in business for over 40 years. So stop by and get some great help from Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Jen at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, and they will help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Next up, we're closing out the show. My closing comments. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Board brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, 104.3 FM and AM 1400. We'll be right back. This season, join Enmark and ESPN Radio as we proudly present the very best of Coastal Georgia high school football. Broadcasting live right here on ESPN Radio. And this year, we're starting something truly special. Each week, Enmark, ESPN, the big guy Frank Solkowski of WJCL Fox, and you, the listening audience, are going to help select the player of the week. Go to EnmarkEnjoy.com to learn all the details and cast your vote. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you can join me. And today's show is brought to you by, that's right, Optum Orthopedics. They're doctor-led and patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 104.3 FM. Um, well, we had a great night last night with high school football. We've had uh, football kicking off Thursday. We have a lot of sports going on. We just talked to Robert Espinoza. Congratulations goes out to the Richmond Hill Wildcat, Lady Wildcat cross-country team. They captured the first Saucony cross-country cup, which is run dirty over there at Daffin Park. We have the kickoff cross-country meet here right in Savannah, Georgia every year. And Saucony now is a uh, running shoe that sponsors the event. And uh, Savannah Christian came in second. Savannah Arts Academy came in third in the girls' side. On the boys' side, we had Wayne County winning it. So it, it's been a lot of fun. We've talked a lot of high school football. Remember, my new foot format will be the first hour from 9 to 10. We'll be talking local football. My local football will be talking football from Savannah, Georgia. Or let's go up to Springfield, Georgia, all the way down to Kingsland, Georgia, recapping what happened the night before, getting some coaches' input on their games, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. In the second hour, we'll go back to the original format, talking local sports. You know, if you have something to say, we have phone lines. Give us a call, 920-4441. You could tweet me at KD Sports Report during the week. Let me know if there's anything special. Give me a message at the Call Demasi Sports Report on Facebook. I mean, I'm excited about it. I mean, there's so much going on right now. I can't get all the information and there's so much information going on and don't forget every friday night now we will have the high school game of the week fueled by nmark right here on espn radio 104.3 right here in savannah georgia next week contest everybody's been waiting for it the 2013 edition of the Benedictine Cadets. I mean, pretty good show. And the other night against Beach, they had uh, over 100 kids dressed out on the sideline, taking on the Rebels of FEN County, my former stomping grounds. And uh, I'm telling you right now, Buddy Holder taking over that program as uh, he's a, he's a, he bleeds blue and white. He's been part of FEN County for 15 years as an assistant coach. He's excited about it. They uh, showed well in their scrimmage against Johnson. So it's going to be the, over at T.A. Wright Stadium. And, you know, we'll have also we're going to have a game day location every Friday. The three and out crew, which is our weekly afternoon show, Monday through Friday from three to six, will go to a specific location and do their show 
outside that stadium before it starts. And the man can tell us more, more about it, who's the producer of this week's show, P.J. Zuko, my producer every week, had to, had to go on a, a little sporting outing. But uh, Kevin Thomas from 3 and Out. Kevin, what's going on? Oh, not too much, Carl. How you doing? Hey, we're doing great. Promoting what's going on here the next couple of weeks. Well, the next 12, 13 weeks, the uh, the game day location, just like ESPN does a college game day. Well, we're doing a high school game day, and I know you're excited about it. Yeah, we had our first one yesterday with uh, with McIntosh and Glenn, and we're we're really excited about it. Trying to bring that uh, that game day feel to uh, to the, the the high school uh, football scene and uh, get the get the students, get the parents, get the alumni, get uh, the folks involved at the school, uh, get them excited about coming out on uh, on Friday nights. And that's what that's what it's all about is is having fun with the students and uh, and the supporters of the various athletic uh, programs and uh, going out each Friday and, and kind of highlighting the game of the week up and down the coast. And uh, it's going to be a heck of a ride. As you said for the the next uh, 10 11 12 weeks well i know the kids love it i know the schools love it uh, i heard a lot of good things i know uh savannah christian's looking forward to the one that you got your first one in savannah next week you got that biggie down there in brunswick when glenn academy takes on their rival the brunswick pirates so you got a big one that you guys are going to be doing that before the game before uh, friday night's game which we're going to have fem county taking on bc yeah, absolutely, and uh, we're excited to be able to to do some high school football uh, in in Savannah as well. And uh, and I know you guys are excited about bringing that game uh, each and every week. And uh, we're excited to, to get some actual uh, game spotlight coverage on on the kids that go out and and put in the hard work and uh, kind of highlight what they're doing on Friday nights and, and let folks enjoy what's going on uh, on the high school level. I mean, we're in the South, man. Uh, this is uh, this is where it's at. It's it's high school football on Friday nights, and uh, there's a lot to be excited about. College football on Saturdays, pros on Sundays. So, uh, Kevin, once again, i got to thank you for taking the time out for producing this show. Once again, always a great job. Uh, no problem, Carl. Thank you so much. Well, the two hours always flies by here on the Call of Demasi Sports Report. Remember, every Saturday morning from 9 until 11, you can listen to the Call of Demasi Sports Report for all your Savannah area high school sports. Don't forget, every Friday night now, we're going to have a game of the week. I'm the color guy, and I'm giving you my coaching expertise, and we'll be at T.A. Wright Stadium next Friday night for the Effingham County Rebels taking on the B.C. Cadets, and you got to be excited about it. Local high school football on radio. So you're in your car? Tune in to ESPN AM 1400 or FM 104.3 FM. Whatever you may be doing this weekend, always, always hit it out of the park. And until next weekend, always, always have a great week. Talk to you later. And once again, it's football time here in Georgia. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3.